fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. Welcome, everybody. Wrapping up week two. At least the Sunday portion of week two. Adam Azer, Jamie Eisberg, Heath Cummings. What's the lead? What's the headline? What do we start with tonight, guys? Um, did you see Patrick Mahomes today? What about the other Patrick that plays quarterback? Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. You mean the Buck starter for the rest of the season? Right? <laughs> well, I don't know where to start. This was a high scoring day. My goodness. Um, you should start with, uh, it's too bad we are just an audio show because if you could show a picture of Ryan Fitzpatrick, if you have not seen his post-game attire, oh, it's terrific. it is the best thing ever. Yes. I almost went shirtless tonight just in honor of his chest hair. <laughs> you know, I, I think if I, if I read it correctly, he stole Deshaun Jackson's clothes. Yes, and that he was did. Deshaun he did. Jackson's jacket. Yep. And Deshaun Jackson popped in during his post-game presser. Uh, and he got outscored by four quarterbacks and we still have two games left. Uh, Mahomes, Roethlisberger, Cousins, and Bortles all somehow scored more points than Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I'm guessing, oh no, who's probably, who's the number one quarterback? Is it Mahomes or Fitzpatrick? Mahomes. Uh, no, not this week. Through two oh, weeks. Oh, for the season? Yeah, it's gotta be close. It's Fitzpatrick. Uh, well, Mahomes. He had, he had five touchdowns last week. Mahomes had a points. I don't know, Mahomes points. has nine for the year. Fitzpatrick only has, or Mahomes has ten. I think yeah, but I the think, yards are in favor of Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick has him by one point in six point per passing touchdown leagues. I think. Anyway, who cares? Um, well, we we should we should uh, do a programming note. So if you hear us, uh, myself or Heath, say earmuffs, oh, right. that means there is something going on in the Giants Cowboys game <laughs> that Adam does not want to know about because he is DVRing the game to watch it after we are done recording. That's right. So if we say earmuffs, Adam's going to disappear for a moment, um, and. We will discuss something. It has to be either an injury or something major happening in the game from a performance That's standpoint. Right. Now, knowing how Heath and I like to screw with Adam, <laughs> there may be some moments where we say earmuffs <laughs> and nothing has happened, but we just want to screw with Adam. That sounds, that sounds about right as well. All right. Let's get into the show. So rank these guys rest of season. Let's just, let's just start ranking some players. Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, who looks like he'll be back next week. Roethlisberger, Mahomes, Wentz. Mahomes, Roethlisberger, Wentz. Sure. So that's uh, Mahomes ahead of Roethlisberger, huh? I mean, he just looks unbelievable. How would you put anybody ahead of Mahomes? I I don't know because I figured you, Heath, would look at it and say there's major statistical regression coming. He cannot possibly. He's he's throwing a touchdown like this is an exaggeration, but like seems like once every six attempts or so. Adam, I just think he's an elite quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I just think he's an elite quarterback and elite quarterback put up big numbers. Actually, it's probably, it probably is something like once every six passes, he's throwing a touchdown. Uh, in this game, I believe it was once every four and a half passes. Yeah. 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 No, he has regression coming for sure, but the defense is awful. And so that's the difference is if that regression hits or a better way to put it is when that regression hits, he's going to have to throw a lot more than 28 passes in a game because that defense is stopping no one. I will say this. The Steelers defense might be worse. Well, they're actually, they're statistically a lot worse without Joe Hayden, uh, based on last year and they didn't play, they're, they played without Hayden today and he, they, ugh, they were terrible. And a lot worse without Ryan Shazier too. Yep. I mean, you know, this is now going, going back to the end of last season when he had an unfortunate injury. Uh, the difference for me is, while Hayden may come back, I, I hope that the Chiefs will be a little bit better when Eric Berry gets on the field because he's such a difference maker in the back end of that secondary. But the pass rush for the Chiefs is, is, is gonna be hard to, to watch. They did get a, do a good job getting after Roethlisberger, but he holds the ball so long, it's hard to really gauge if that's really him or this defense. So, we're buying in to Patrick Mahomes, maybe not as the number one quarterback or number two quarterback in fantasy, but we're buying into Mahomes. Would you rather have Mahomes or Andrew Luck? Alright, you know what? Better question. Who would you rather have ahead of Mahomes rest of season at quarterback? Heath, you start. Heath? <laughs> I was, I was done. Uh, uh, no, you shut up. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, he's not the number one quarterback in fantasy. But why not though? Cause he's not Aaron Rodgers. 
But is, is Rodgers Rodgers, though? That's the problem. Is he Carson Wentz? I'd rather have him than Carson Wentz. Okay, Carson Wentz was the number one quarterback last year when he got hurt, right? I would like to see more than two games. Like we've seen, we've seen players have two game stretches where they're amazing. Like I'd like to see a little bit more. But that no, I, mean, I would I'm, take Rodgers over him. I take Brady over him. Watson. The, the 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 ceiling right now for him is is number one though. I mean he he can he can stay at this level. Maybe not, you know the 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 this level every week, but he could have a two touchdown game next week. We haven't seen the turnovers yet for him, which has been nice. Uh, we also haven't seen the run game yet for the Chiefs at the level that I think is still capable of reaching. But um, to the fact that he's gone on the road for his first two real starts, you know, throughout the Week 17 game last year, and performed like he has again, the matchups haven't exactly been as daunting as they probably looked at when the season you know started with the schedule. But uh, he gets San Francisco at home next week. Is that a tough matchup? Not no? really. No. So I mean, another week of this. You know, at what point are we going to say he's he's the best fantasy quarterback? So he he, if Rodgers was a hundred percent. I think it's no brainer, but Brady's going to have games like this where he, you know, just does 250. Well, I'm not, I'm not letting you get around this. I need a concrete answer. Is he your number one quarterback rest of season? No. Who's ahead of Mahomes? No one. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you for sure that it's, it's, uh, it's Breeze because Breeze's look, you know, great one game, bad one game. Um, I, I, I mean, he's just great. I, I don't, I don't, Okay, that's fine. That's okay. That's fine. I, I clarified this week on Twitter, and I've spent most of the off season trying to not let my emotions or my anything other than numbers guide my Mahomes ranking. And I said, if he does that again against the Steelers, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, but but we have to just re- you were the one who brought it up. It's a great point. Two of his touchdown passes against the Chargers were little pitches that should be counted yeah. as runs. Or like maybe half the points go to the quarterback, half the points you are rushing. You don't get to totals. do this, Adam Azer. <laughs> You've told us all summer how Carson Wentz is just a great quarterback. Jump on board. I am well, on board. I just hold on. I mean, he's hold not on, number one. That's hold on. All. We we've gone how many minutes in this show now, Adam? Yeah, seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes without you going over the worst call maybe in the history of calls that the Jaguars are not going to make the playoffs <laughs> and they smacked around the Patriots today. Hey, who who said Philip Lindsay? Who okay. said that? Pat yourself on the back for that one. Yeah, no, they did a great job today. I, I def, they were outstanding still, today. You still stand by the Jaguars not making the playoffs? No, I think they're gonna make the playoffs now. But I was, they really didn't look very good in week one. They really didn't. Um, right, anyway, let's do some more rankings. Rank these. Because the Giants are the best team in the NFC? Probably. Let's rank these three quarterbacks. Probably not. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, we, we get the, the instant reaction and instant overreaction. Um, if you tell me right now Fitzpatrick's the start of the rest of the way, I'll take him. I love those weapons. I'll take Garoppolo, then Goff, then Fitzpatrick. What if he's starting the rest of the way? Same thing? I, I'm not, like, and the problem, the difference is between Ryan Fitzpatrick is we have like a decade of him not being a good quarterback. Yeah. We and do. So we I, do, I, but, but there are, there are circumstances that, that have changed. I mean, I love the way Tom Monken is calling plays for the Bucks right now. Aggressive, downfield throws. And it, it's it's the same thing like uh with I, – I said this about Trubisky. Let's say the, the, the Bears had said Trubisky stinks, you know, with the new coaching staff and they had signed Kirk Cousins. You look at the weapons that he, he inherits. Look at the weapons that Fitzpatrick has. I know, they're but awesome. he's Fitzpatrick. Awesome. Like, don't you feel like he's going to turn into a pumpkin? He's gonna have some bad games, sir. Tough to, we've it's already, we've, tough to. We've already to, seen Garopp, uh, Garoppolo have a bad game, and his best receiver's not playing. It's tough to avoid, you know, overreacting right now. But sure, but 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 look, Goff was fantastic today, but one touchdown. Goff got so unlucky, man. He got breezed today. Like they scored so what over thirty points, and he did. He was great, and and he had Cooks wide open. He was about to throw a touchdown. It was knocked down at the line of scrimmage by Chandler Jones, I believe. Goff, exactly what happened to Breeze last year. March him down the field. March him down the field. March him down the field. Hand off to Todd Gurley. Touchdown three times. Um, so Heat's gonna take uh, Garoppolo, Goff, Fitzpatrick. Jamie says if Fitzpatrick is the quarterback for the Bucks, which is a distinct possibility. In fact, I'm assuming we'll hear more about it tomorrow. Uh, he'll take him first. Would you be surprised if they beat the Steelers at home next week? No, not at all. If uh, that happens, he's he's the starter. Steelers are winless right now. The Steelers, uh, the Steelers defense looks awful. Number three. I will, I, number important three. programming note: the Browns are a half game up on the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> number three. 
Should have been two games up. Chris Hogan, Amari Cooper, Marquise Goodwin. Rank them rest of season. Chris Hogan, Amari Cooper, Marquise Goodwin. I'll go the same way I had the preseason. Cooper, Hogan, Goodwin. Cooper, Goodwin, Hogan. It was a nice day for Amari Cooper. We're going to talk about him with winners and losers. And finally, rank these guys rest of season. James White, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle. What's the format? Oh, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to half PPR you. Uh, any PPR for me will be White. I'll still go Burkhead and Michelle. I'll go Michelle, Burkhead, White. Dave gave me the unofficial snap count. It was James White, 31 snaps. Remember, they were trailing in this game. Sony Michelle, 14. Rex Burkhead, 12. You know, it wasn't like Burkhead had a hamstring injury or something. Either you have a concussion or you don't. So, I, you know, ordinarily if a guy's coming back from an injury, I would think, oh, do you think that they reduced his workload because he was a little banged up or something? What do you think the explanation was for, for Rex Burkhead getting 18 carries last game and only 12 snaps in this game? And I know, I, I obviously know there was another running back in the equation, but still it was a major reduction. He had one third of the carries week one to week two. Jamie, what do you think happened where Rex Burkhead getting out carried by four, uh, by Michelle? I wonder if last week, um, I don't know at what point that Jeremy Hill tore his ACL, but I wonder if the plan was not to give Burkhead 18 carries and was to make it more evenly distributed. Um, I just think Burkhead right now, I wonder if it's the near or just who he is, but he's just not very explosive. And so, you know, maybe trying to see if Michelle could be that explosive player in the backfield. The reason I'll take White is because I, I think you see what his, his role in the passing game gives him somewhat of a safer floor than yeah. the other two guys. Like, he can get you 50, 60 yards in the passing game, and I don't know if the other two guys can do that consistently. What about the Edelman factor, though? Do you think now's the time to to try to sell James White? Because maybe the theory is when Edelman's back, White's, uh, excuse me, his targets, his catches go down. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's he's going to be. Uh, I I would have anticipated him for 60, 65 catches, um, with uh, earmuffs. Oh no! Come on, really? Earmuffs. Uh, okay, go. You have to wave me back in. Go ahead. Yep, earmuffs. Uh. Zach Prescott with a huge touchdown. Huge touchdown. Looks like Deontay Thompson. Who is, how, like Deontay Thompson was one of their most targeted wide receivers last week. How, where did this come from? Is it Deontay Thompson? Is that number 10? Or was that Tavon? Oh, it might be Tavon. I can't tell. This is really helpful. Yeah, Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin with a huge touchdown. All right, we're done. Tavon Austin. Okay, I'm back, everybody. This is fun. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> you might not. <laughs> oh, just, damn it! What's the point? What's the point of telling me earmuffs if you're gonna do that? Oh, you, you don't know what happened. We could be screwing with you. Uh, that that sounded very genuine. Uh, all right, are we uh, done talking about Patriots running backs? I think fantasy owners are done talking about Patriots uh, running backs. Uh, to your point, yes, uh, Edelman could impact. Uh, James White, but I still think that with the way that this team's going to operate, and if the run game is stagnant regardless, he's going to be on the field more times than not. Heath, it was a fun day today, huh? Fun Sunday. It was an absurd day. <laughs> but yes, it, it was kind of fun too. Let's get some winners and losers after we talk about SeatGeek, people. And, you know, I tell you about SeatGeek all the time, and I really want you to take advantage of it because you can save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase when you use the code FFT. So if you need to go to an event, it's a game, it's a concert, it's comedy, it's theater, whatever, you want guaranteed tickets. Every purchase is fully guaranteed. You want to save time. You want to save money. What you want to do is get the SeatGeek app on your phone. I have used the SeatGeek app for so many ticket orders. Football, college football, basketball, college basketball, baseball, concerts. I love the SeatGeek app. It's the only place I go now, and I've got it on my phone, and it's just so easy with a few taps. You've got yourself some tickets. They'll show you the full cost with the fees. I've been to another site. They'll show you the fees if you want. But then when you go to make your final purchase, there are more fees. SeatGeek doesn't do that crap. I love SeatGeek. You will too. Even after you use the code, it's going to save you money. So what you do is you download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code FFT, and with that code, you get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Heath, your winners from week two. I'll go with Sammy Watkins first. Six catches, 100 yards. Most importantly, he got seven targets. Patrick Mahomes does know that he exists. And uh, I'm not ready to say that I feel comfortable starting Mah- Watkins in week three. But 
he's not if he had had another game like he did in week one, I'd have been dropping him. And so he's a winner. He also had a thirty one yard run. Let's give him thirteen points. It's just kind of crazy. It's like it was such a prolific day offensively that it's a good call on Sammy Watkins, but he he didn't even register for me. Like he just sort of I, I, maybe because he didn't catch a touchdown, but there were just so many great performances. I'm glad you brought him up. Uh, one other winner for you, Heath. Uh, Philip Lindsay looks like the lead running back in what is clearly a committee in Denver. I don't think he's going to be the short yardage back. Royce Freeman scored one touchdown and got another opportunity from the one yard line. But Lindsay dominated in terms of, I haven't seen snaps yet, but in terms of carries for sure. Yeah, Dave sent me another thing unofficially that it, it, the snaps, I'm not sure they're out, but it seems like Lindsay did have a lot more. And man, he's really talented, huh? I mean, he, he made a lot of his hay on one big run, uh, but the guy is super fast. And Philip Lindsay finished with 14 carries for 107 yards. And, uh, Royce Freeman, you guys have his final numbers in front of you. I apologize. Oh, there it is. Eight for 28 and a touchdown. And as Heath mentioned, he also got stuffed at the one yard line. So are you guys going to proceed? Starting Lindsay ahead of Royce Freeman uh, in all formats? Yes. Um, yeah, for this week. Uh, although I guess it depends on C.J. Mosley. They're at Baltimore. If Mosley doesn't play, I, I think Freeman still has a chance to be successful. Look, Freeman got stuffed on a, on a touchdown dive where he took off about two feet too early. He did, if yeah. He score, if he scores, you know, he's clearly still the, 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 the goal line back. And, and that's something I think they have to take into account. Yeah. Now – just for what it's worth, that was third and goal when he did that. Fourth and goal, Lindsey was in the game. And he split out, went to the slot, and then Keenum ran it in himself. Selfish guy. Jamie, two winners from you, please. Yeah, Mari Cooper. You know, you got to give credit where credit is. Credit's due. Um, you know, John Gruden said, called out Derek Carr for not getting him the ball, and, and they made a concerted effort to get him involved in 10 targets over 100 yards receiving, you know, reminding us what the upside is for him in this offense. And uh, against a tough, tough matchup. Um, that was great to see. I don't think he had even had a 60-yard game against the Raiders in his career. So yeah, the Broncos. He never Broncos. even played the Raiders. He never had. Yeah, he's been terrible against the Raiders. Um, against the Broncos, ten targets, ten catches, 116 yards, and on firmly on my bench in <laughs> in a lot of the only Mine too. yeah, 50 percent of his owners started Amari Cooper. Jamie, who's your other winner? Um, I forgot who I gave you, so I'm gonna look it up real quick. Oh, it was Chris Hogan. Um, you know, give Dave credit. You know, he talked about how, uh, Hogan lining up in the slot. That's how he scored his first touchdown. I believe the second touchdown as well. It looked like it was gonna be a miserable game for him because he really wasn't involved until that point. Um, but this is, uh, this is certainly a sign of what's to come for him. Um, and the upside that he still presents in this offense. Well, yeah, let's talk about it just sort of in general because he only had five targets, only had three catches, but he made them count. So you're, you're encouraged by the day for Chris Hogan. I'm encouraged that Tom Brady didn't forget about him in a key spot. You know, in the red zone target, um, he was, uh, he made a great move to get open. Um, he was the mismatch. You know, again, uh, Dave talked about this, that if they line him up in the slot, that's a spot that Tom Brady can go to. And, and they started to in, in, in the second half, which is really when he made the most of his production. Yeah. I wish that game had been better, <laughs> but, uh, Bortles just played out of his mind. Uh, Jacksonville won that one 31 to 20, and next week the Patriots will have Detroit on the road, and then Miami. And I mean, you think I was wrong about Jacksonville? I may owe the biggest apology to the Dolphins' defense. They uh, had another great. very good performance. Really, so let me really ask you. Front. Let me ask you this, just uh, based on your Jacksonville call. Um, I know what our power rankings are going to be because Pete Prisco told me he's going to have the Jaguars one. You can make an argument the Rams are the best team in the NFL. Um, where would you put the Jaguars right now? I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm really not that big of a believer still. Uh, I would say, off the top of my head, something like five. Well, who's better than them? The Rams. I don't think they have a chance in hell to win at Foxborough. So they better have home field advantage over them. So they just got that. As of now. As of now. Like, I mean, Bortles, is just not that good of a quarterback. I'm sorry. He looked so and bad. The Chiefs are obviously two, the Chiefs are obviously two behind the Rams. The Chiefs have two wins in tough play. At, this is an amazing start to the season. At the Chargers and at the Steelers, winning them both. They play each other in Week Five. It's going to be fun to see. Who else is better than them? The Vikings. The Vikings might be fair. I love the Vikings. Uh, yeah. Number one or two. That was really like. They, but in years past, they're trailing at Lambeau Field. They don't tie the game up. They don't convert that two-point conversion. Cousins, 
played really well, and then they really they need to sign Dan Bailey. They sign Dan Bailey, they'll be one for me. <laughs> Put it that way. Uh, what are we at? Or here? just uh, Kai Forbath. We're at the losers. Jamie, um, did you give one loser or not yet? No, oh, no. oh, you have you got a two for one with your losers, Jamie. Two two uh, tight tight end replacements. The tight end replacements. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to see something, and we got nothing. Now you could throw out Jonu Smith because Marcus Mariota didn't play, but no involvement for those two guys, and you know that's uh that was not encouraging if you were hoping to see them step up in big spots now that Delaney Walker and Greg Olson are out, and I'm talking about Jonu Smith and Ian Thomas. And Heath, your losers for this week. Well, one of them we kind of already talked about, Royce Freeman, but David Johnson, and we talked about this a little bit in the preseason. It's hard to be a number one running back on an awful team, and the Arizona Cardinals look every bit the part of an awful team. The worst part is they're not using David Johnson like Bruce Arians did. They're not splitting him out wide. They're not targeting him heavily. heavily. If he's just a running running back and getting a few catches here and there, he might be a low-end number two running back. So he, well, oh boy. So he had five catches in week one. He had one for three yards in this game, but he has not even reached 50 rushing yards in a game yet, David Johnson. And, uh, Arizona barely had the ball. I mean, they had the ball for 20, just under 26 minutes. That's pretty low. But they're terrible. I mean, Sam Bradford has scored three fantasy points in two games. They gotta bench him. Yeah, it's time. They have to bench him. I mean, what are they doing? Well, they might, right? I mean, do they, do they stand by him yet or no? I don't know. Yeah. If, if they are, it's just dumb. Like, why would you draft the kid if you're not going to play him now? Is there anyone who would take David Johnson over Melvin Gordon at this point? No. Nope. I got a lot to say about Melvin Gordon. For, how did he not even, how did he average three yards per carry in this game? I just don't get it. That's what he does. But he, he looks runs so three and a half talented. yards and falls down. There's something going on. He's the most out in space. He is like a genetically modified freak. He looks incredible. He's right up there with Todd Gurley, just in terms of his his skills. If and, we're redrafting right now, where do you think? How do you think he goes? Uh, he's he's the second pick in the draft, I think. Not Camara. Oh, maybe Camara. What do you guys think? I think Gurley's still one. You can make a strong case for Gordon, too. You can make a strong case for Gordon, too. I also think the receivers would be taken higher than they were in the draft. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta be patient, I guess, but Gordon, I'm worried about him holding up a little bit. He seems to take on a lot of contact. He did come off the field briefly. You gotta do what you can to get Austin Eckler. And I looked at the first two games for Melvin Gordon, and I really thought he was gonna get off to this amazing start. And I would, I would, I don't know. Should we entertain selling high on him? Um, I've been down this road, Adam. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out. I was out gonna well. say, Heath, <laughs> you want to take this one? No. <laughs> Does it kind of feel like Todd Gurley last year? Remember, we were like, oh, his schedule's gonna get so tough. Sell Todd Gurley, get something great, but sell Todd Gurley. Uh, as, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, just, he's, just uh, let it, just let him go. He, let him keep him. If he's if he's healthy in this offense. I don't see a reason why he can't continue to be top three running back rest of the way. And okay, so we we finally got it. We may have the winner. I'm just trying to find the email here. Segment name change from Tom Selby. Sell high or keep the guy. Yours is better. No thanks, yeah. guy. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. No thanks, guy. I don't I... like anything you do. <laughs> oh, when I oh, saw you guys do. Did you when I your, saw. Uh... Oh, did, are we gonna win, Heath? Oh no, we're get, we're getting destroyed. What? We have the worst. The very worst team that I have this year is the team I drafted with you. It's awful. We're down by like 40 points. We loved you know our the, team. We have, you know what the good thing is? What? Carson Wentz comes back next week. I know. I was so mad at Heath when I saw, when I saw Carson Wentz was coming. Well, he's on, he's on your team. You can just play him. Uh, Noonwa at least had a good game. I apologize. I, I gave us way too much credit. We are down by 76 points. <laughs> How? We're, I feel like we're having a good game. A, a good day. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> well, we haven't had our quarterback go yet. Oh, he maybe maybe he'll score seventy six. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, okay. How about, how about I had uh, I had a twenty nine point lead in a PPR league with uh, with AJ Green, only to watch Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith Schuster completely embarrass me. Uh, that was the other thing I was going to say. I really think that this was a week where if you played AJ Green on th- against AJ Green on Thursday, it really may not have mattered. Uh, no, in that league it didn't. I'm, I'm trailing. It's our FFT league. I think I'm trailing by 50 points. 
Yeah, and I I play. I know I'm going to win at least one of the two leagues I played against uh, AJ Green, and I'm going to give you a bonus loser and tell me what you think. Now this guy had 11 targets. I don't know if anybody else on the team had had more than six, uh, so he remains involved. But I, you know how I felt about Demarius Thomas going in. He came off the field. He crawled off the field, injured, and then on the final drive of the game, he dropped a really important pass, and he was hobbling around. I'm just. Nervous about Demarius Thomas. 11 targets, at least three drops, five catches, 18 yards. 18 yards on 11 targets. Unbelievable. And he did have a touchdown last week, but he had like 50 fewer yards than Emmanuel Sanders. Are you concerned at all about Demarius Thomas or Milo? No concern. Yeah. Very little concern. He got 11 targets. Yeah, I know. That is, that is nice to see. I'm, I'm worried about him staying healthy. Just seems to, I feel like he leads the league in Demarius and le- left the game but came back. Yeah, because he's tough. <laughs> he's very <laughs> tough. He he got popped on that one where he crawled off the field. Uh, and then they had Case Keenum had two touchdown passes, one overturned, one ruled incomplete that I thought was complete. Cortland Sutton's. Did you guys think that was complete? That, that no. was a touchdown. His toe was out of bounds when it. Uh, I I disagree. But I Jamie has the reps on his side. <laughs> Jamie's crazy. <laughs> All right, uh, we got a lot more to get to. We'll do some buy or sell. I haven't gotten any news because it wasn't really that newsy of a day, but why don't we do that right now? Larry Fitzgerald left with a hamstring injury. Any updates on Larry Fitzgerald? Nothing yet. He's old. Uh, LaShawn McCoy hurt his ribs. He came back in. Uh, Jay Ajayi left with a back injury, and he really didn't get a lot of work. He did come back in, and he scored a, he scored touchdown. a touchdown. Yep. And he saved your day with the touchdown, but he didn't get a lot of work. Do you think that was injury-related? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dalvin Cook left, but he's okay. So I guess we gotta talk about Josh Gordon, huh? Forgot about that. We talked about that all night on Saturday night on the radio show. Well, you forgot about the guy retiring in the middle of a game. That's the most awesome <laughs> thing that's ever happened in an NFL game. They are the Browns now. No, they're the Bills. They're worse than the Browns. Yeah. You, you would take the Browns. Vontae Davis retired at halftime. Or now, some, sometime around halftime. You gotta figure like, Either one of two things happened. One, he just doesn't want to play football anymore. Two, he's got any of the bills on his fancy team. And he's looking <laughs> at his offensive line and going, no, I, I can't. I'm done. Yeah, no, it, it's, I would have retired too. Uh, it's pretty weak, uh, unless there were some extenuating circumstances. Maybe I should push back on that. There's but. some extenuating circumstances. Sean McDermott. He it's also, like, it's like also him. like right now the weather in Buffalo is okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, before it's really cold. Was well, it gonna it get cold, cold at halftime, Jamie? No, before it gets cold, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, his third, third quarter is gonna get frigid. Um, alright, so what, what should Josh Gordon owners do? Hold. Hold. And just get on your knees and pray that the Seattle Seahawks make a play for him. Give me Russell Wilson to Josh Gordon. It really yeah, interesting. I, I would prefer San Francisco or Dallas, but that's up there. And uh, we've got Aaron Rodgers. His knee injury could take months to heal, according to Adam Schefter. He's going to play. Uh, Tampa Bay might hold off on starting Jameis Winston, according to Ian Rappaport, who also reported that Carson Wentz has been cleared for contact or could be cleared for contact this week. It seems like Wentz is coming back. Joey Bosa is going to be out for some time. Uh, Joe Mixon is going to miss two to four weeks. Giovanni Bernard had either 100 yards or a touchdown in all three games without Mixon last year, including the game in which Mixon got hurt. So Gio, if he's available, I think he's probably available about half our leagues, if I recall. Uh, uh, 60% I looked on Friday night. Okay. It's and at 40, 41% played, right now. Ownership. He has played eight games in which he's received 20 touches and scored double-digit fantasy points in all of them. Wow. Yeah, he's going to be great for you, just like Tevin Coleman. Devontae Freeman expected to miss two to three weeks with a right knee contusion, and Coleman had a, a very productive game against a very good run defense. In fact, he he scored double-digit fantasy points, didn't he? Oh, yes. Yeah, he, yeah. He's now played uh, six games since 2015 where Devontae Freeman's either left the game or uh, missed, and he's gotten either 100 yards rushing or a touchdown in all of them. Has not had double digits in non-PPR in all of them, but 100 or a touchdown in all those games. All right. So, a few more news items. Greg Olson is hoping to return in four to five weeks, according to Rappaport. Sam Bradford has scored three points in two games. I said it already, but it's worth repeating. Greg Zerloin. Boy, I almost lost a week. I mean, my wife almost lost a week. (laughs) (laughs) She won by two points. 
Would have been more if not for Greg Zerline, but he uh, has the groin injury. I hope he's okay. He's very valuable. Um, and Daniel Carson, Carlson from Minnesota missed three field goals, and Zane Gonzalez for Cleveland missed two field goals and two extra points, and your heart kind of breaks for them. I, at least mine does. Uh, if, if, if Zerline is out, and in factoring those two kickers, over under on number of new kickers for next week, I'll set it at two. Over. There's gonna be two. I'll just take, uh, ah, two. Right at two. You nailed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Heath. I'll, I'll take the over. Some fun stats for you. This is oh earmuffs, earmuffs. Oh, please, really? Earmuffs. But this is earmuffs. important. All right, earmuffs. Earmuffs. go, go, earmuffs. go. Earmuffs. All right, so nothing really big has happened, but I think it's just fun. To screw with them. <laughs> I I think it's important to. Well, you're laughing, so you're listening. I think it's important to note that Tavon Austin has 79 yards in the first nine minutes of this game, and the Giants have 13 yards. 23, I'm sorry, 23. So, but but I'm confused, Heath. He laughed. So you think he's just laughing because it's funny that we told him not to come on the air, or he? I think because he, he's looking at me like it's like something's happening. So I think I think he will be not laughing and crying when he watches this game. Okay, yeah, they did just kick a field goal, but it's not that important. So in any event, I'll get him back on. Oh, oh I'm coming back. I'm coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I got. So some- you had you had a weird little laugh in there as we started talking. I thought you might have been listening. No, I'm just laughing at the. The nonsense that is happening okay. right now where the host of a podcast is <laughs> leaving the podcast. Um, <laughs> all right. So if our bosses are listening, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble and we're going to have to hire a new podcast host uh, after my shenanigans. When we do that, we're going to use ZipRecruiter. You know, there are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through and that's just not smart. There are job sites that make you wait for the right candidates to apply to your job. That's not smart. You know what else is not smart? Using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff. You know what else is not smart? Turning your headphones down when they're talking about the Giants-Cowboys game. But you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. It does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, finds the people with the right skills, the right education, the right experience for your job, and then ZipRecruiter actively invites them to apply. You're going to get qualified candidates. You're going to get them fast. Our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at our exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. I'm going to say it one more time. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. All right, here are some fun stats. T.Y. Hilton has two touchdowns of less than 10 yards this season. Going into the year, he had eight touchdowns of less than 10 yards in his six-year career. And he already has two. And I can't say I'm not completely unworried about Andrew Luck because I haven't seen him chuck it downfield. Have you guys? Other than the maybe the Ebron touchdown sort of in week one. He seems to well, be Well, I mean, the Ebron touchdown does count. It was 26 yards down the field. Um but I, I think it's kind of a byproduct of how this offense is operating right now. You know, with the offensive line being what it is, he's getting the ball out of his hands quick. And so it's it's concerning, but I'm not at a point yet where I'm like, holy cow, he stinks. I can't play him. Who would you take rest of season, Luck or Garoppolo? Luck. Luck. Luck or Ben? Uh, Ben. Ben. All right. Uh, another fun stat, Marshawn Lynch has 10 straight games dating back to last year with seven or more fantasy points in non-PPR. Two of them have come against Denver. Is he just super safe? No. For now? I mean, as a borderline starter flex, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's non-PPR, you know. He's not quite as safe in PPR, but 18 carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. And Matt Ryan entered today's game with five career rushing touchdowns. He had two rushing touchdowns today. So how about that? And he had two red zone touchdowns. Passing. And neither of them were to Julio Jones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hooper and Ridley. And, uh, nice Wait, bounce- who and Ridley? Hooper! Oh, come on. If you're gonna do your stick, do your stick. Nice bounce back for the rookie wide receivers today. Ridley and Moore. Well, Moore was completely lucky, but. Uh yes, and uh there may or may not oh, have been wow. a crap. From, Just stop stop talking. Michael Gallup stop talking. There may or may not have been one. Well, you know what I need I need eighteen points from, from Eli Manning tonight, so I, I wouldn't mind them trailing a little bit. Don't say anything. Buy or sell. There's gonna be some changes in the Tampa Bay backfield. 
There we are. Oh, you're asking. Oh, buy or sell. Uh, sell. <laughs> sell. Uh, buy at some point. Have you lost faith in Peyton Barber, guys? I never had any. No. You still have faith, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, he was always going to be a, a, a flex option. Um, he just has not played well through two games. And what do they got next week? They have the Steelers, Pittsburgh. right? And then at Chicago, and then a buy. Um, buy or sell, it's Brita time! Buy. Buy. You think he takes it over? He did. Well, the carries were fairly even, no? Yes. I think Morris is their clock killer. Okay, and uh buy or sell, it's carry-on Johnson time! Oh, my God, if it's not buy, then they should just fire Matt Patricia and Jim Bob Gooder now. Uh, well, the nice thing about Patricia is his contract is guaranteed, <laughs> unlike NFL players. Um, I don't know that I buy that it's any Lions running back time. He looks so much but better I, than the, the other two. For sure. Yeah, I, I don't think we buy it for week three necessarily, but... It's gonna happen eventually. It's gotta happen eventually. You're not, you're not giving yourself a, a chance to win if you, if you have LeGarrette Blunt and Carrion Johnson carrying the same amount of times. They both got eight carries in this game. Sorry, LeGarrette Blunt. And he got ejected! And they had the same amount of carries. Granted, it was in the fourth quarter. Alright, some almost touchdowns. Everybody like, loves these. Quincy Anunma was wide open, Heath. We would have won! If Quincy, if, if, uh, he didn't get overthrown, Quincy Was that a 76 point <laughs> touchdown he's about to score? Who who was bad for us? I don't get it. Um, everybody you cho- you drafted. Oh, I see. Um, Ben Watson was wide open for a touchdown. Almost My God, touchdown. was he wide open? Yeah. Charles Clay was open in the end zone, but the ball was deflected. Josh Doxson almost had a touchdown. Zach Ertz had two almost touchdowns on the same drive. Brandon, One would have been just a ridiculous catch, though. Yeah, he's he's Ertz. Brandon Cook was open. on Zach Ertz. Okay. You think he can right now, though? I would try. Um, Jimmy Graham had a touchdown called back on a holding call, and then Denver had back-to-back, basically. Not quite, no, they weren't back-to-back. Uh, but Tim Patrick, a wide receiver, and Cortland Sutton had almost touchdowns. I may have, I'm sure I forgot some. but You know who didn't have an almost touchdown? Who? Austin Safarian Jenkins had a touchdown. Touchdown! That should be That's two right. games in a row for Austin Safarian Jenkins. That's right. It should be like eight. Let's uh, <laughs> Let's go to the games. Atlanta 31 and Carolina 24. I'm trying to see if there's any uh, news that I missed. Dalvin Cook got hurt. He's fine. Todd Gurley had cramps. Um, I keep noticing Marvin Jones gets a lot of end zone targets. My goodness. It's now one time in his last 13 games with Kenny Galladay with four catches or less. At least he scored, though. Yeah, he was he was good. They're, they're all three of them were good. You mean one time with four or more catches? With more than four catches? One time with more than four catches. Did I say that incorrectly? I think so. Sorry. Uh, Atlanta 31, Carolina 24. We had a safety, DeMonte Casey, getting ejected early in the second quarter for Atlanta. And he he earned it. Um, yeah, so the quarterbacks were good. I mean, Cam Newton, 33 fantasy points. And Matt Ryan, how many did he have? Did he also have 33? They both had 33 fantasy points. He was up there, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a typo with Matt Ryan. But no, he had the two rushing touchdowns. They both scored 33 fantasy points. Heath! What a bonanza this was. It was a bonanza. The quarterbacks were much better than I expected. Similar story for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he dominated targets in this game. He had 15 targets and caught 14 of them. But you look at the rush attempts. Again, he was about 45% of the team's rush attempts. So, But that was score, though, too. They were trailing early. Yeah. Uh, and he was being used inside the 10. I don't know if they had any true goal line carries. They did have one, and it did not go well. But it was him, right? Yes. Yeah. So I guess uh, here's my question as the the Panthers go, right? Like, I was pretty high on the thought of Devin Funches being a – I don't know if he was a buy low because maybe everybody had the same thought when Benjamin – when uh, when Olsen got hurt. But he was good in three games without Olsen and Calvin Benjamin last year, and he was good in this one, seven for 77. But – Cam Newton threw 45 passes, and that's just not going to happen very often. So should we buy into this passing game or expect them to struggle with their offensive line being as bad as it is? I mean, I I think of the guys you're buying into. You're buying into Funchess and you're buying into McCaffrey. I'm not ready to buy back into DJ Moore on one big play. No, do you buy Funchess, though? Yeah, 
You think this is like kind of a typical game for him in the 70 yard range? Hopefully he scores. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, if you, you got to look at it this way that, you know, we, we all want to get DeAndre Hopkins production. You all, you always want to get, you know, the, the Will Fuller type of guy, but if you're getting 70 yards from your receiver, especially a guy that is, is profiling like is more of a borderline starter, more of a number three guy, that's a great floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And Matt Ryan or Cam Newton rest of the season? Cam. Cam. Okay. I think, uh, I think I'm good here. Real quick, maybe like a five word answer. How do you feel about Calvin Ridley going forward? Four for 64 and a touchdown on five targets. I need more. I, I think, you know, depending on how it, this last two games shake out, if I have somebody that I, that I picked up and not happy, like at this point, um, maybe, maybe Calvin Ridley's better than Jamison Crowder, for example, who's just looked lost the last two games. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jamison Crowder led the Redskins in rushing and Chris Thompson <laughs> yeah. led the Redskins in receiving today. Yeah, that's the way it should go. <laughs> Kansas City 42, Pittsburgh 37. And, uh, what do we got? Uh, Kareem Hunt, Patrick Mahomes. What? What are we missing from this game that we didn't talk about, at least from the Chiefs' standpoint? Heath, Congratulations anything? to you, by the way. On uh, me? What'd I do? The Bonanza. Oh, end start of the week. Bravo, bravo. This was a, this was a good one. Uh, yeah, 21 nothing, and I was like, oh, start of the week, Ben Roethlisberger is about oh, to go I, off. Oh, I, I have no concern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything from the Chiefs? Now we're good with the Chiefs' side. Um, Steelers' side. Alright, here's a question. Heath, do you think Juju Smith-Schuster, who I believe has outgained Antonio Brown twice now. Do you think he is going to uh, make Antonio Brown a little bit worse? Um, Maybe, but it's in taking Antonio Brown from the clear number one wide receiver to a group of three or four receivers that are competing for number one each week, so it's not consequential. Jesse James, um, does he matter? Well, Sorry, go ahead, Jamie, go ahead. No, I, just uh, two quick points on that. Um, you know, prior to the season, uh, Dave was down on Juju Smith-Schuster, and his argument for it was that his best numbers came when Brown uh, was out and, and Martavis was out. And I, I joked with Dave today, I go, Dave, you had you had the right call on, on one of the Steelers' <laughs> wide receivers impacting the other. You just had the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's taken away from Antonio Brown. Um, Brian McFadden, uh, former Steelers cornerback, is uh, one of our analysts here at CBS Sports and watched games with him on on Sunday. And he's watching Brown uh, the entire time. And, and there was uh, one red zone opportunity, I don't remember at what point in the game it came, where Brown was off the field. They had no receivers on the field. And he goes, here comes the temper tantrum. Watch the temper tantrum. It's about to happen. And, you know, then they started feeding Brown the ball a little bit on the next drive. Um, you wonder, though, if he's going to start to, you know, um, yeah. complain about his lack of uh, involvement, and I say that in a game where he had 17, 17 targets. Seventeen, yeah. But but you just wonder if you know the the. Op- to your point, Adam, the the first quarter, Roethlisberger cannot throw the ball down the field with success. He looked he looked off, and he tried to hit Brown a few times, and, and it wasn't going well. Yeah, and Juju had nineteen targets, and I thought it was also cool about Juju. He did not have one catch longer than twenty one yards. He just kept, you know, getting some chunks, but nothing huge. Um, anybody interested in Jesse James? One hundred thirty eight yards and a touchdown. No. Um, yes, if I did not get the tight end that I wanted to replace, Delaney Walker or Greg Olson. Okay, let's uh, go to the Saints and the Browns. 21-18, New Orleans. Heartbreaker for the Browns with those missed extra points and field goals. Uh, without Josh Gordon, is there a reason to own Tyrod Taylor? He's 56% owned. Yes. Yes, he's still a good streaming quarterback if you're stuck. Okay. And look, the, the matchup against the Jets on Thursday night's not bad. Jets and then at Oakland. Um, do you think Carlos Hyde is blowing his chance? He's been pretty bad on a per carry basis. Nick Chubb has had very few carries, but he's been quite effective with them. Is anybody concerned about Hyde, who has the lion's share of the work right now, uh, keeping that share? Not concerned, though. No. Nope, not yet. Pretty disappointing day for Jarvis Landry. I thought he was ticketed for a huge day. 69 yards on seven targets. I think that's okay. We'll, we'll give him a pass. What about, um, Callaway or Higgins? Any interest in these guys? Callaway's the more interesting one, but. By far. Just hope he doesn't get suspended. Very talented guy. 13% owned. He had 81 yards and a touchdown. He had a 47 yard touchdown catch. 
Um, he's gonna be he's gonna be on the most added list, right? Fair to say? Oh, yeah. of course. I mean, unless you know they do decide to sign Des Bryant, um, which you know the report when Gordon's just uh, released or whatever the news happened for Gordon on Saturday night was was announced. Um, ESPN reported that they still don't have any interest in Des Bryant, but unless they sign somebody of significance, I can't see you know Callaway not having a bigger role. The four targets were disappointing, but just like with Gordon last week, when when Tyrod needed a big play, that's where he went. Taylor only threw 30 passes in this game. They had the ball for 27 minutes and 19 seconds. Heath, any big takeaways on the Saints side? This was a weird game because it seemed like the Saints kind of took the air out of the bowl. I wonder two things. If the Browns' defense is really improved a lot more than we gave them credit for in the preseason. And then the other thing is, like, Alvin Kamara had a good game. 99 yards, that's that's great. But he's at two games now averaging about three yards per carry. Yeah. Hey, he'll, he'll be better than that. <laughs> well, yeah, 101 total yards. Well, I think he had 99. I have him for 46 rushing and 55. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at somebody else. You're right. 99. I'm looking at Ted again. Uh, Tennessee 20 and Houston 17. Shocked. Shocked by the outcome of this game. I mean, the fake punt, perfectly executed, had a lot to do with it. But I haven't even seen what the Texans DST scored today. But I, you're kidding. Did it just feel like zero or they actually scored zero? Maybe it was two. I don't know. I, I, can I, tell you what I had them for seven in one league, but... DST scoring is yeah. so different across leagues. I, I played them. I played them in uh, in DraftKings, and they had one sack and allowed the twenty points. I mean, that's shocking to me. But uh, I think we got to talk about the uh, Tennessee running backs. And you know, look, they're trying to. I don't know. I think it was seventeen seventeen at the end of the game, and both guys are in. But I think Lewis was in more on that final drive. Uh, it's uh, it's got to be concerning, right, for Derrick Henry? Yeah. I mean, it's encouraging they got 18 carries, but look, until this offensive line is healthy, it's hard to trust them. It's a good point. Without both tackles today, yeah, and Mariota. I mean, look, Blaine Gabbert's not going to scare anybody. This was an awful loss for the Texans. They, they, they. I don't know if you thought they were going to be the team that knocks off the Jaguars, Adam, but yep, it, they look terrible. Uh yeah, I did. I, I thought I think I had Texans, Colts. Uh, no, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I don't know if I had anything official, but yeah, I thought the Texans would be better than the Jaguars. I did. Um. Will Fuller, Heath, your thoughts? Eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. He had a 39-yard touchdown catch. The nine targets is the big part of I mean, We know he can make the big play. That's not all that surprising. But if he's getting anywhere close to nine targets per week, then he's going to be a monster. Yeah, and you saw it last year. This was when Watson was at his best, was when Fuller was great. Watson's so, given you 40 rushing yards in each of his first two games, too. 26 points yeah, today. Look, this was encouraging. I mean, the offensive line's still bad. He was sacked four times. He's holding the ball way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is because they have extra guys in blocking, and, you know, the, the coverage is taking away his receivers. But um, this was, for me, the, the most encouraging thing from the Texans is that I think he took a step forward with his confidence, and that will help, I think, cover up some of the holes in the offensive line. Corey Davis or Will Fuller, rest of season? Fuller. Well, I'll take Davis. I'll take I, I, Davis still. How many games is Mariota missing? I mean, I, I feel confident that he should be back at least soon, maybe next week. Yeah, pinch nerve in his elbow and can't hold the ball. That doesn't sound encouraging. I, yeah, but he seemed like he was good to go on Saturday, and he woke up with some pain on Sunday. I have no look. I have no idea. No idea. I can't tell you that now, Jamie. So you have to make the choice, knowing what we know. Yeah, I, I had the, I had them ranked relatively close in the preseason, and so I'll, I'll take Fuller because I think he has a better quarterback and the higher ceiling. Colts 21, Redskins 9, kind of a fantasy dud today. Give me your thoughts on the Colts' backfield, Heath Cummings. You know, Jordan Wilkins was better on a per-carry basis in this game. I'm assuming that Mack was a little bit limited in his first game of the season since I think his only full practice was on Friday before this game. I still would rather have Mack than Wilkins, but Wilkins stated his case today. There was a sequence that was annoying, kind of what Dave talks about, how he thinks they're going to use all their running backs. Naeem Hines scored a touchdown. The play before that, Jordan Wilkins got a carry. The play before that, Marlon Mack got a carry. So I hope it doesn't turn into that kind of situation. What's your forecast for the future? Like how, If we like Mack the best, how good do you think he can be? Flex. Okay, would, would you rather have Mack or Burkhead right now? I'd still rather have Burkhead, but it's really, really close. All right. 
T.Y. Hilton with another nice game. Two touchdowns in two games. Uh, Eric Ebron. So, look, if you look at the receiving totals um, for the Colts, like after Hilton, really nobody jumped out because he's spreading the ball around a lot. Ebron and Doyle were both in the 20s. But Ebron's got the two touchdowns, Jamie. Does that seem legit to you? Yeah. I mean, you know, he he's... I, I think you look at it, and, and if I didn't express this correctly, then I apologize. He has the higher ceiling, but I think Doyle has the higher floor. And so, you know, you go back to last week, it was Doyle, everything except for the touchdown. You know, yards, catches, routes run, everything was was favoring uh, Doyle. And I still think that's going to be the case most weeks, but would not be surprising if Ebron has three, four more touchdowns than Doyle by the time the season's over, so that saves him. And Jamie, what do you think about uh, Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson? Chris Thompson had 13 catches, but uh, neither of them did anything on the ground. No, uh, Thompson. It, it's it's almost like the uh, the uh, Patriot situation. Thompson's going to end up being the better guy over the course of the season, just because of the role that he plays and and his involvement in the passing game. Uh, I think we missed our window on selling high on Adrian Peterson. You know, I thought he was going to have a great game today. Yeah, they've got the Packers next week. Chargers 31 and Buffalo 20. Uh, yeah, a clear blowout. Heath, what were your takeaways from the Chargers in this game? You know, I, I first quarter, Mike Williams scores that touchdown, and I started thinking, uh-oh, here comes the breakout. And then you look at it, and you've got two targets in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that you're going to feel great trusting anyone other than Rivers, Gordon, and Allen in this offense. Yeah, Eckler. Eckler. Do we? Tr- well, how much do we yes. trust Eckler? Flex. I mean, he, he, he. Yeah, this is now two games where he's been over uh, what seventy-five over no over ninety total yards. I just so. have a hard time seeing two running backs on the same team. Being, uh, I know the Saints did it. I know they did it. I, I have a hard time thinking that it's going to continue. That they're both going to be great. Right, but I don't think you got look. You can't expect every player to be great every week, but can Eckler get you a floor of five or six points in non-PPR? And that's the question you have to ask yourself. I think he can because his involvement in the passing game uh, plus the you know five to seven rushes that he's going to get. They gave him 11 carries today. Yeah, would you rather have Eckler or Marlon Mack? Eckler. Yeah, probably Eckler. All right, LaShawn McCoy. Is he and I will say just about Mike Williams. If this game, I think we're – a little more competitive, the targets are up for him because Travis Benjamin didn't play this game. Uh, is is LaShawn McCoy doomed? Yes. Yes. Eckler or McCoy? Eckler. Eckler. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, I think I think you should still buy low on McCoy if you can because Josh Allen, I thought, for what the game was, played fairly well. Um, that offensive line's atrocious. But I think, you know, having him there uh, as the offensive line gets a little bit more rapport with him, uh, we'll start to look better. The offense start look, start look better. Uh, McCoy's never going to be more than a flex option for me until he still shows me consistent games. But um, I, if I get him cheap, I'll try and get him cheap. He is at Minnesota next week, so that's another kind of damper. Uh, Miami 20 and the Jets 12. Dolphins are 2-0. and uh, Albert they Wilson good. had a nice game. I'm going to say they're not good. I'm not going to buy the Dolphins. No, but they look good. They do look good. I will say. Is that what you said? They look good? They look good, yeah. They look good. Um, alright, so your take on Kenny Stills with a dud while Albert Wilson had a very nice game, uh, with 37 yards and a touchdown. I guess my question is like, do you think Stills is gonna be consistent? Was this just sort of a fluky bad game, or are we gonna get a lot of ups and downs from Stills? Um, I think we're gonna get a lot of ups and downs from Stills, but, you know, probably 60-40 up. Okay. How are we feeling about Kenyon Drake, Heath? Uh, pretty close to the same that I did before the year. I think he's a low-end number two running back that still has quite a bit of upside. Would you like to hear a funny story about Drake? Kind yes. of. Can you make it like 30 seconds? Yes. So I, I play in a league with my son, and we play against his friends and, and their fathers. So I receive a trade offer of Kenyon Drake for Mark Ingram. And at first I'm like, this is a little lopsided right now. Um, but in a couple weeks it could be different. So. Uh, I, I accept the trade, figuring that it's the father. And then I text the father, I go, you sure you want to make this trade? And he goes, I didn't make you a trade offer. And I said, I said to, I said to Ronan, my son, I said, I think I just made a trade with a six year old. 
And so then oh, wow. after the father looked at it, he goes, would you mind reversing that? Because we have Leonard Fournette and Kenyon Drake are our only, are two of our three running backs with the third being Adrian Peterson. So I said, yes, I'm, I'm perfectly fine <laughs> reversing the trade. Oh, but I was man. like, I, I can't, I can't justify making a trade with a six year old without at least my, my six year old being the one to accept the trade. Yeah, I think that's a good. I, I think we now know what an Eisenberg trade is. If we got well, it, was, it was it was offered to me. I didn't offer it to you. How about this, Heath? Uh, Adam offers me a trade. What was it? Mar- uh, Jordan Wilkins for who? Gosh, I don't even remember. Did you? Did, oh, did Chris you Carson. Re- it was Jordan Wilkins for Chris Carson. And he's the Marlon he Mack owner. He he says in the subject line, "Azer trade." <laughs> like he tells me ahead of time that he's making Azer trade. Uh, you know, I was trying to get, I was going to give you Jordan Wilkins as the Mac owner, and I just couldn't find anyone on your team that I felt was a realistic match for Jordan Wilkins. So I just said, ah, Chris Carson, well, let's make an Azer trade offer. And you rejected it. Uh, Heath, tell me what you think about the Jets running backs. This was not what I wanted to see. Like, Bilal Powell had the better game and had a big day receiving, but the, the snaps and touches were in Crowell's favor. And I think this may be a frustrating situation. They're both flexish on a week-to-week basis, but it's going to, like, who is better each week is going to be determined by if either of them scores a touchdown. All right, just to pick things up, Minnesota 29, Green Bay 29. And Green Bay had the ball for about six more minutes. Devontae Adams scored a touchdown. I mean, I was uh, very happy with Devontae. I had to start him, and he scored a touchdown on Xavier Rhodes. Even Jamal Williams did okay. But what are we thinking about Dalvin Cook right now? He had 10 carries for 38 yards. He briefly left with an injury. Uh, he had three, he did have, uh, he has 107 receiving yards in two games, so that's nice. But Jamie, do you still feel Dalvin Cook is a stud? I gotta tell you, kudos to you for not drafting Dalvin Cook in any leagues because you look like a genius for the first two weeks of the season. Um, I like him I, still. I, I, I like him too. I, I, I think there's still better days ahead. The one thing that I, I'm curious of, and it starts now, it probably started last week, I, I guess if you look at it, at what point are we gonna stop making excuses for him? Like, okay, offensive line, okay, you know, just working his way back. You know, at some point it's going to be, is he good or is he not good? Is he have the chance to live up to the expectations or is he not? And so um I, I still think there's big days ahead for him. I'm not giving up on him by any stretch. But uh if he doesn't have, like, a tremendously monster performance next week at home against Buffalo, then I'll start to be a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. I can see that for sure. He had 10 carries. Latavius Murray had four carries. And I'll ask you guys how you feel about Aaron Rodgers in the passing game. Uh, midweek, probably on the Wednesday show. Tampa Bay 27 and Philadelphia 21. All right, is Deshaun Jackson legit, Heath? What do you think? Is he better than Chris Godwin? Um, it, right now it sure looks like he is, and if Fitzpatrick stays the starting quarterback, then I would say he will stay the favorite of Fitzpatrick. I'm not buying into it to the point to where I want to start Deshaun Jackson in week three. I, I still think Godwin's the better player long term because – you take away the 75-yard catch, and they're basically the same. So Jackson, <laughs> well, he did have a 75-yard catch. That is catch. a classic line. <laughs> no, but 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 my point is, is like the targets still favor Godwin. Yeah, I mean, I mean your look, point Jack, is that you Jackson can't. Has, Jackson has a high ceiling. He always has a high ceiling. You can't rely on a 75-yard catch. Is also your point, right? Yes, I that, mean, look, yeah. he he's been great through two weeks. Sell high. Yeah, um, I'll still take I'll still take Godwin over the course of the season. Anybody thinking that OJ Howard is going to be a big fantasy contributor this year? Uh, no. He needs more than four targets. They really should feature him more. It's a shame. He's so good, but yeah, it's, it is frustrating. He's just he's just not going to be involved enough. But he's going to have a great yards per catch. He's just a very talented tight end. Did you not tweet today that he is the second most talented tight end in the league? I think that's true. I do. I said t- tight ends that have more talent. Then, uh, OJ Howard, one Rob Gronkowski, and then a bunch of maybes. A few maybes, I think I said. Like it's- Wow, so he's more talented than Kelsey and he's, he's right there with them. Clearly, I, I believe he's not as talented as Travis Kelsey. So I believe could, that he is. If you could, uh, redo the draft from last year, you would have the Giants take OJ Howard over Evan Ingram? Well, they didn't have the chance to. He, if they could redo it. Well, if he had still been available, they would have, I assume, but- Howard, well, Howard went. Somebody to help their offense, obviously. Howard went like six picks ahead, but I mean, OJ Howard was a first round pick. Travis Kelsey was not. OJ Howard was, I think, a better prospect coming out of college than Travis I Kelsey. Agree. I'm just, I'm just. 
question, John. Uh, OJ uh, Howard, I, I own him I, in a dynasty league. I think next year OJ Howard is going to be a top three tight end. What do you think the score is right now of the Giants Cowboys game? Let's go to I bet you can guess the Giants score. <laughs> I actually saw they had zero points not not too long ago. It was a mistake on my part. Let's go to uh the Rams and the Cardinals. Thirty four nothing. Alright, so what do you think about uh Jared Goff? Twenty points in this game. He had three hundred and fifty four yards. He deserved he deserved more than twenty. And he had twenty one points in uh in week one. So uh what are you thinking, guys? And the you know, the next two matchups are the Chargers and the Vikings. Solid starting quarterback. They look awesome. They really look awesome. Yeah, they're quite both good. sides of the ball. I mean, granted, they played a high school team today, but they look awesome. Alright, so how are we feeling about Brandon Cooks? Uh, the whole receiving unit. Yeah, I mean I I was the low guy on Brandon Cooks and I, I look stupid so far through two weeks. He he's been great. Yeah, 87 yards in week one, 159 in this game. And the card, I mean, the Cardinals are no longer a tough matchup for number one receivers. They don't play the same type of defense. They're not going to have Peterson shadow guys, right? I mean, they're playing like a zone. Um, yeah, no, he's not going to shadow guys. Yeah. So you can. The Cardinals should change all of their strategy. <laughs> Offense, defense, everything. Uniforms, yeah. pregame meal. Cardinal, Cardinals whatever. play the Bills next Monday night on national TV in a neutral site game. Wh- who are you taking? Cardinals. Nobody's worse than the Bills. Okay. I hope both rookie quarterbacks would start that game. Please just play Josh Rosen. Let's just see what it looks like. <clears throat> Is uh Robert Woods a must-own player? Yes. Yes. Denver 20, Oakland 19. <sighs> talked about Cooper. Talked about Lynch. What am I missing here? Oh, Jared Cook. Four for 49 on four targets. That's Jared Cook. Yep. Let's see. Where did he finish? After the Sunday games, because that's not that bad of a game. That's actually pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, way down there. Um, all right, look, Derek so, Carr so completed. I, I know what Heath's gonna say. Who would you rather have rest of season, Austin Sperry and Jenkins or Jared Cook? I'll still say Jared Cook. I know what you were gonna say. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Safarian Jenkins. I think I might too. Although I got look, Derek Carr going twenty nine of thirty two, and he was twenty nine of forty in week one. Is there something here that we're missing? I because the touchdowns haven't been there, but maybe he's playing better than the touchdowns would indicate. And he's had tough matchups, really tough matchups. Yeah, I mean, look, he's going to have some good moments. Uh, you know, John Gruen's offense and and the weapons that he has. Uh, you could cut Jordy Nelson. Uh, we got uh, Case Keenum or Derek Carr rest of season. Who do you like? Uh, Keenum. Keenum. Quick questions on these final games. Jacksonville 31, New England 20. All right, so who's buying into a Jacksonville wide receiver? I guess it would probably be Keelan Cole, 63% of course it's Keelan Cole. He was awesome today. They were all pretty even in the first game, and they were all pretty awesome today. Well, Westbrook had just a huge play. Yeah. Cole had a great game. Cole was fantastic. He He had, so far, I think, the catch of the year. It was a pretty nice catch. Uh, James Conner had a, the incomplete catch of the year. Great catch that was ruled incomplete. Uh, alright, so Keelan Cole 63%, Jamie. Is he a must-add player? Yes. But, you know, like after last week, it was like, yeah, you can drop Keelan Cole. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to keep chasing these guys, good week, bad week, good week, bad week. Do you think he's legit? He's staying power. I think he's a good end of bench guy, and if this is something that continues, you're gonna feel comfortable starting him. Detroit is at San Francisco, Heath. Uh, what do you think about uh, Pierre Garçon? You gonna drop him? I don't know that I drop him, but like if I would probably drop him for Keelan Cole. I don't think he's just not that exciting. He does not look like quite the same player. He doesn't have the same rapport that Goodwin did with Jimmy Garoppolo, and so I I wouldn't have a problem if you wanted to. I'm going to use this moment also to tell you something about the game tonight because Eli Manning currently leads the Giants in rushing yards. <laughs> hey, they got Sean Lee. Sean Lee's uh, – nobody scores double digits when Sean Lee is healthy. Uh, I will say my biggest disappointment, I think, for week two is George Kittle. Two catches, 22 yards, and it was stupid Garrett Selleck who caught a touchdown. Very on bad. that play, they had a two tight end set, and Kittle was not on the field. Oh, I don't think you're right because I didn't know who caught the touchdown, and then I saw Kittle come and celebrate with him. I thought on the sidelines. No, he didn't come off the sidelines. He did. You're not allowed to come off the sidelines. What are you talking about? Yeah, sure you are. Sean McVay came in off the sidelines in the end zone. In the end zone, he was celebrating. Yes. yes. 
All right. I, I could be wrong, but there were there were there were if they if they did, they played three tight ends on that play. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, it was that was disappointing. Uh, and that's gonna, you know, I think it was disappointing for Garoppolo. They scored 30 points and he scored 20 fantasy points. He had 206 yards and two touchdowns, but only threw 26 passes. Do we need to wait for Goodwin to come back before we evaluate Garoppolo? Remember when 20 points was a good week for a quarterback? (laughs) Was he gonna be like 20th Um, this week? Garoppolo has a great situation next week. What's he got? At Kansas City. Oh. Start of the week. (laughs) Every week. Let's get Goodwin back. Yeah, it'd be nice. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Wait, wait, wait. Bye, Jamie. Wait, wait, earmuffs, earmuffs, earmuffs. No, gotta go. Bye.